the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books, and, and we're, we're from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers Podcast. Woohoo! Number 52. So we've made it a year. Our goal has been achieved. Yes, we have now been podcasting for exactly one year. So congratulations, Amanda, for somebody who a year ago just <laughs> didn't even know or want to or, or no you did want to you were you were oh, I toyed with the idea but the idea yeah, I was absolutely terrified <laughs> you came along you came along with the idea you came along and uh, absolutely smashed it you know yeah we've had a great year haven't we we've had an awesome year we have met the most amazing people oh the most incredible bloggers, and that was the whole point of doing it, to showcase Australian bloggers and to put them on the map because so many American bloggers are out there and they're doing great stuff, but our Aussies are just doing phenomenal work out there and and have some fantastic ideas, and, and we've just had the most incredible people to showcase to the world what Australian bloggers are doing, and I love it. And our last two cap here, um, series where we went through six months, we had to split it up into two because there's way too much information for us to have squeezed into one, and it wouldn't have done any of them any justice. But what Tan and I would love to talk about today is all about partnerships. Yes. So we've had a partnership now for a year. So our partnership began when... I went to the We Are podcast conference and you and I had already connected online, but we'd never met physically. So we knew each other over probably 18 months, a couple of years. And just before the We Are podcast conference, uh, I had contacted you and said, hey, would you be interested in writing a book together? That's right. So I had the intention of meeting up at the book cafe over at the Westfield Garden City. And we were going to talk about writing a book. That's right. And because I had just come back from the We Are podcast conference, on my way back, I was thinking about what my week ahead had. And I thought, I'm meeting Amanda to discuss writing a book. And I thought, I wonder if she'd be interested in doing a podcast. And, and that's how it was born. Basically, the idea and the concept. And we just went with it, didn't we? Yeah. Neither of us had any idea of, of how to how to even start a podcast or what to do. Uh, but we just sat down and, and thought that it would be a, a great opportunity to really get together and, and instead of writing a book to showcase Australian bloggers, we would do a podcast to showcase them. That's right. But along the way, what Tan and I would like to talk about today is how you can have a successful partnership. You know, primarily because Tan and I had never met each other, um, the one thing I can say is a really important factor is compatibility. You need to be able to be in a partnership with individuals that you're compatible with, not just from a professional point of view, but also from a mental and strategic point of view as well. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that Amanda and I did very initially was we sat down and we discussed our own personalities. And one of the benefits was the fact that we were both very open, very honest people. And we talked about the things that we enjoyed doing, the things that were part of our personality, the things that we enjoyed doing um, work-wise especially because Amanda's strengths, as you know, she is just a social media guru and in terms of promoting our podcast then, that's something that was a great strength for her to do and something that we could um, really allow her to just go ahead and do and know that it was going to be done well. And then with Tan, being a digital consultant, it was just natural for you to then step into the role of doing the editing, organising how to upload everything, managing the website. So, you know, and you've done a great job. Like, I, I wouldn't even know the first thing about editing. My attitude is it's live and if I make a mistake, you'll hear it. You know, that's how it is. So it's I love the fact that when I have done a fantastic stuff up, James um, <laughs> to come along and edit that really professionally. So when it finally comes to you and you hear the hear our podcast, well, Tan's someone who's been able to smooth out any noises and echoes, but initially Tan didn't have that skill. So Tan used to outsource it. So Tan, would you like to share your process of not knowing something and then learning how to do it? Yeah, sure. So basically what happened was we sat down and we planned our actual processes. Amanda and I are both fortunate enough that we are both of the same personality and we like being organized we like being process driven we like mapping out and planning because that works and so we sat down and we planned out we actually did flow charts of what needed to be done we actually sat down and did up documents of each process and each step that needed to be done then we divided the work up so that all along it's it's you know being fairly equal the amount of work which is really important when you're in a partnership because if one person feels that they're doing more work than the other and it's not addressed then resentment can build which is what you don't want so in the beginning because we were both of us so busy establishing the podcast as well as running our own businesses instead of doing the editing myself I decided to outsource it so I went to Upwork and found somebody who would stitch together the the episodes for us and previously what I'd done with the intro was uh, Amanda suggested didgeridoo music being authentically Australian which is lovely and I got my poor old husband to sit there when he was he was still really <laughs> sick and he went and did the intro and outro for us then I sat down and looked, I basically researched through Google. I had a look at what people were doing with um, editing and having done a lot of movie editing in the past, that made it a lot easier to do audio editing. So I just simply used GarageBand because it was free and uploaded through Buzzsprout. So a lot of little YouTube videos there was a 13 year old boy on youtube who 
<laughs> who took me through you know quite a few little things step by step so i found i find actually when i'm looking to learn something and i do go through youtube and follow along having the two screens i follow along the process i find that when the children are doing it they or, or make it a lot easier because they're using kids speak rather than someone who's using these highly technical terms. So that would be one of my top tips. When you go to learn something, whether it's editing your podcast, whether it's how to set up a blog, whether it's how to create a new image, and you're going through YouTube, try and find one of the 13, 14, 15-year-olds, and they'll take take you through the process quite simply. So the other thing that Tan and I found was we don't micromanage. So once we made a decision whose roles were to do things, mine is the prior period. So I would connect on different with different people online. A lot of our guests have come from Twitter or people who I've met in person. And then I've initiated that first step to ask if they've become a guest of ours. Now, that's not as easy as I just made it, because what I like to do is I actually do a background check. I will see what their presence is like online. I will see what sort of blog they have. I will read some of their articles. I will listen to social media channels. Um, In some cases where I've been a bit unsure, I've actually done what's called social media stalking um, where I'll listen to conversations and then that enables and has empowered us with all our guests the material that you get is of high standard and quality and these are really nice people these are individuals who want to come on because they don't have a financial agenda where they want to go ahead and lasso you in and get you to buy products Um, and and so that's something that I would ask everybody be very careful about who you approach if you go to the unknown person you have no background you really need to know are they a good fit for your podcast Um, it's basically like a a profiling process because when they come on the show the last thing you want to have to do is then have to manage them you know because they might want to go off and try to sell stuff all the time and then you've got to work out well how am I going to go about and talk to this person and stop them from doing this it becomes a nightmare and that's where I would advise you to always do that first point of check are they a good fit for my podcast are they going to deal on points that are going to be beneficial for our listeners and then that's going to be a really good way for you to then be able to get the right person to talk to in your podcast and it makes the process so much easier the next thing about prior to is working out where are your audience now for tan and i because we're bloggers, we have all sorts of different individuals on all different sort of avenues. So as we've gone through our journey, we've I've primarily been on Twitter um, because I love Twitter, um, but we've also used Pinterest. And we have, I've actually seen, like we did a episode with Ronsley where we talked and shared with Bronsley our story. Now that was only just recently and we've got nearly 1,200 shares of that particular episode on Pinterest. So different things like that. Um, If you look at who your ideal reader is, it's just like a business when you have an avatar. You need to do the same with your blog and think about, well, where are my listeners? Are they going to be on Twitter? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Pinterest? Are they on Instagram? 
and then work out your social media strategy because when you're a busy person, you're a mum or you're a business person, your time is so very precious and you don't want to waste it with what Pam Moore calls RAMs, Random Acts of Marketing. And that's where Tan and I have had thousands of downloads in a short period of time compared to many of those we've spoken to where they get excited because they've had 100 downloads. And we average at least around 100 listeners every single week that we've had our podcast right from the early days. And a lot of that has been doing that side. The next step that my job is to actually make sure that I connect with them that we work it out in the later stage we found using google calendar where we put our details in and reminded each other of what the time was and that also confirmed for our listeners particularly those who with daylight savings we had big issues initially when we had daylight savings and by having and using just a google calendar where we put in the details and confirmed they've been able to go oh just wait a minute you're in queensland you know, and that saved us a lot of grief as well, where you expect somebody to be on and they're not on and then you have your whole schedule out of whack. Um, and then the next part is that my duty is to make sure we use Evernote and we put all our guests in that Evernote. We'll put all the details, all their links, and then we can print that out. So before we have the podcast episode, both Tan and I know exactly the history and what it is that we're going to be talking about. We don't have strict rules and notes because Tan and I like to be very organic in our approach when we talk to people and it's very laid back and casual, um, just like having a conversation. So if I mutter along and I stumble, well, you know what, until Tan started editing, you just had to put up with me. Um, and then I will convert, like I record everything for Tan and then I would convert it um, from a video which we used over Skype and we'd convert it to MP3 and then I'd send it to Tan. Now from there, that was it. That was my area and my domain. Now once we cross that line, I really can't tell you what happens because I don't manage Tan. We are a partnership. This is my duty and this is what I had to do. And I'm going to hand you over so Tan can explain from that line in the sand when she pops in and she starts doing her thing. Yeah. So once I then get the information from Amanda, I then upload it to, oh, I actually then go through the editing process, stitch together intro and the outro, um, try and edit out the ums and, and the ahs. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's all a learning process. And at the end of the day, I, I think the content is so much more important uh, than anything. Once that's all been edited out, though, uh, then I will put that up and upload it with into Buzzsprout and put in together the description and it will go automatically into iTunes. Now, when we are actually recording and interviewing someone at the same time, I'm actually writing show notes. So a little bit of multitasking happening there. While I'm writing the show notes, Amanda is usually putting together some little uh, tweetable quotes which she then puts into her images for later on for sharing on social media one of the best things the best points that amanda brought out is that we don't micromanage each other so when you have a job and you're in a partnership you do your job and you do it to the best of your ability 
sometimes it's not going to be the best that you could possibly do because you have outside influences. And I think that just by having that open and honest relationship with each other, and not that Amanda and I have had to do this at all, but um, if there was something that had gone wrong and it wasn't fixed, then uh, we know we have an open and honest relationship that we can speak to each other and say, hey, business hat on, I'm just letting you know, et cetera, et cetera, and um, business hat off, friendship hat back on because we, we do have a great friendship as well, which is really nice. Once everything's uploaded to Buzzsprout, then I will go over to the website and I will put everything on the website and schedule that to come out. Um, every Friday because we do batch our episodes. So we get together once a month, usually on a Monday, and we'll do four or five interviews on that one day. And the following day is usually the day I set aside to go through and then upload each episode to go out for the following four or five weeks. Once the episodes have gone out, then Amanda does the social media part and does a lot of the promoting Part. So, Amanda, you might like to just briefly, just because it takes you hours, just briefly <laughs> how you do it so well. Okay, so what I do is while Tan's uploading and organising the WordPress side of things and editing, I'm in the meantime using Canva. Now, I listened to a wonderful guest that we had with Angie Wilson where she talked about templates. And when I incorporated a template, and I actually have a paid um, subscription with Canva now. So all I need to do basically is the coloring, the logos all there. I just change the images and I actually write in the quote. I have now Canva allows you to have all the right sizes. So whether it be Facebook or whether it be Twitter or whether it be Pinterest or whether it be Instagram, it doesn't matter. The templates are there. I've already got everything in place. I've just got to put the writing in and put the picture in. So something that may have taken me five hours before to do five episodes of doing all the imagery for all the different social media side takes me around about an hour now, which is considerably less. Um, the hour two is because sometimes I need to go back on an episode to re-listen to be able to get that quote that I didn't quite record correctly on my notes. Um, and then what I do from there is I have Hootsuite. Now, I like Hootsuite because it's something I'm familiar with and I've been using it for quite a number of years. So I sit down and what Tan will say is she'll say in our Facebook Messenger, hey guys, this is our program for the next month. We're going to have A, B, C, D and E on these particular weeks. And depending on whether they're travel or whether they're about SEO, then I'll sit down and I will curate using Nimble. Um, now, since we've had that introduced by Keith and it saves me a it saves me a good three hours using Nimble now, and I can curate information based on that keyword. There we are. That's something else I got wrong. Doesn't matter. That's how it is. It's Nuzzle. Um, and that's why you need a partnership. They help you. So we use Nuzzle and that saved me three hours of work. And so I go through and I curate different episodes. I also like to go back on the people that have have given us their time for the episodes and I will grab any of their 
blog articles and share those on Twitter or we'll share that on Facebook. We've got a wonderful team at the moment of volunteers. They get paid nothing. And what they do is three days of the week on our Facebook group. And you can pop over to our Facebook group. Um, We call it Aussie Bloggers Podcast, but it's if you want to find it in the groups, it's called Blogger and Support is the name that you need to go ahead and search in the search bar for the group. And then you're more, more than welcome to come and join us in that group. Now, what we do in here is that we have Amanda Kendall. She'll actually share two or three updates on the Monday. Then on Wednesday is Trish Springsteen and she'll share two or three in that day and then lastly on a Friday we've got Alison Laverty. Now these are wonderful individuals who have volunteered their precious time to support the group so if there's somebody that's got a question and Tan and I are not available they will pop in and they'll give you a hand and it's a very warm very casual little group that you can join that if you have any issues we're happy to help you be it from a blogging perspective be it social media or even podcasting this group has been made free for anybody of our listeners to be able to pop over and we're there to help and support you now what I do from this point as well with using Hootsuite is I will organize and schedule the times. I have trialed using auto-publish, which was fine, but I didn't find it got the traction that I do. It's when I space them out maybe three, five times through a day. Now, I could do more, but as an indication of the time, for me to sit down and plan from November through to December, where I went through and organized um, different blog posts from our listeners, from our followers. I also go through with certain individuals that we've actually interviewed. I will look at topical information about blogging. I have to read those articles. I also share our episodes. I made sure that all our artwork's done for all our forthcoming um, podcasts. That took me seven hours to be able to do November and December. So it does take quite a bit of time. However, that was one day's work. And then I now don't have to worry about doing any more scheduling for any of my social media now until January. So that's a tip I would give you is while you may think, wow, seven hours is a lot of time. But when you think about it in context, it's one day in a two month period and everything's all scheduled. You don't have to worry. You can now spend time in the evening or the morning or lunchtime, whatever you have, to engage, to thank people for retweeting, to thank people for their comments, to follow other people. And that's where you start to drive a community feeling, where people know that they can approach you, that you're not just an update on a social media page. You're actually a real person who cares and who's there to be able to assist. And that's why we've had such a wonderful wealth of guests, because we're not just about ourselves. And what I love about our partnership that Tan and I have is you really need to leave your ego at the door. When you work together as a team, you're doing it for the benefit of your listeners or for your readers. It's not about how successful you are. And I'm going to be really blunt here. The the most successful bloggers I have come across have also been the most humble. And I think there's a lot to be learned from that very point. Absolutely, Amanda. And I fully agree with you. I, I just think it's really, really important when you're in a partnership that you also build each other up, not 
put each other down. It's really easy when you're in a relationship, whether it be a business partnership or whether it be a, you know, any sort of friendship relationship, when you are constantly looking at the other person in the best light and making sure that you see them as, you know, the best person they can possibly be, regardless of what's going on around you or around them, I think it's it's just uh, becomes a beautiful relationship, working-wise or other, when you can see that person's strengths and remind them because we all need a little bit of a lift every now and then. And so to just walk in and say, oh, hey, you know, you've done such a great job on this or, hey, you're looking good today or, you know, I, I loved it when you, you know, wrote this on your blog. That is such an integral part of being in a partnership that I think that is probably one of the things that, that has worked well for us. And the last thing I'd like to bring out is when you're in a partnership situation too, is be reliable. Now, the one thing that's worked really well with Tan and I is that if for any reason we weren't able to meet a deadline, we always communicated that and then helped each other because the biggest aspect, and I've been in a lot of different um, situations with a lot of different personalities, and what destroys is not being reliable and not being honest. So the fact that Tan and I have always been there, that if we've had issues, we've said, hey, it's best time, I'm going to be really busy, Um, and then Tan might have done more of the conversion side or if Tam was going to be busy then I'd try to make sure that I didn't create too much work for her and one of the aspects for our communication Tam brought out to me that the bio was taking a lot of time to be able to write about our guests so then I made sure that I changed my introductory email to ask them to provide their bio and that saved Tan a great deal of time and that's where it's so important that we have that open communication with our partnership and we keep consistent but most of all get rid of any chance of resentment by being reliable and if you can do that in any situation whether it be in your marriage with your children with your family um, in business with your friendship you're going to find that if you do like Tan said you build each other up you be positive focus on the positive because we all too often focus on the negative and that breaks down No, look at the strengths. And if you do that in a partnership, be it your podcast or be it a blog, and we've got some really interesting people like Kelly and Carly, um, Carly from Smaggle and Kelly Exeter. I always get her surname wrong. I get worried. (laughs) Uh, And then we've got Christina and Carly. They're a great partnership and they work really well. And that's from Hair Romance and Smaggle. Um, And they have successful partnerships, again, because they focus on each other's strength. They don't micromanage. And you'll find that if you talk to people who have worked well together, these are the things you're going to find out. Um, So I hope that this recollection of Tan and I are year together will be beneficial to you as well, particularly if you're thinking of going forward in 2017 with a new project of your own. Yeah, that's great, Amanda. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. But uh, now that we're ending, we are also coming to the end of of a fantastic year at Aussie Bloggers podcast. And uh, 
as we've been very open and honest with each other, Amanda and I sat down a few weeks ago and had a conversation and we decided that 52 weeks of Aussie Bloggers podcast was a phenomenal achievement for both of us and we wanted to end everything on a high. So what we decided is we had to come to a crossroad. Being as Tan's business is building and my business is building, Tan is in the digital media aspect. So she deals with workshops, with blogging and podcasting, and she also talks about organising and mentoring people to be able to produce their their projects. Um, so she's growing her business and I'm growing my side of the business. Aussie Bloggers has allowed me to gain the tools and the knowledge so that I'm now writing for Zero and for my Myob, which was my ultimate goal. And I have achieved that. And for Tan, she's got now the confidence of being able to podcast. And that's where she's got her new podcast now, haven't you, Tan? I do. So Motivate Manage Me in 10 Minutes uh, is coming out early 2017. And it's all about motivating yourself so that you can manage your workload and get more me time. And while, as you said before, Amanda, um, as a digital consultant, uh, I help a lot of people now mentoring them in the digital project area and being able to organize them and move them forward. So being part of the Aussie Bloggers podcast and going through the whole process of podcasting has definitely helped in that way. So with my re- now writing for different software programs, which is what I wanted to do, I'm now growing my business. So I have three part-time girls that are in the office with me and my bookkeeping's growing. I want to focus more on being able to train people how to use the cloud technology. Um, I'm going to be focusing on eBooks. I'm going to be focusing on workshops for the financial and the accounting side and also for the small business people. Um, this is taking up more and more of our time. So we had to come to a decision. We had always had, let's see how we go for three months. Do we work well together? Yes, we do. Okay, our next benchmark was let's go for a year together. And we've had a fantastic year. But like anything in life, all good things have to come to an end. And with our growing businesses and having to feed our families, we had to make a decision. Can we be commercial with Aussie bloggers? Can we take it the next step and still manage to have our regular income and provide and pay our bills and we came to the conclusion that it was time to put Aussie bloggers to bed and it's a bit of a sad day it's sort of bittersweet for us but this is where I really want to bring forth to all our listeners that an open communication is really important with any partnership you need to have your goals in place and Aussie bloggers for the year was we have both agreed that we weren't going to do any affiliate marketing we was not we were not going to do it for any money it was all about the journey the process the learning and the sharing and in this day and age I think that's pretty unique because many people say what's in it for me Well, for Tan and I, it was the learning experience, the meeting of all you wonderful people. And I know that there's listeners out there that I don't, and Tan does not, know your name yet. And while we're we're gone from doing weekly podcasts, we're going to be keeping all our information on air. It will be there for you to be able to use until the end of the financial year, at which time on the 30th of June, Tan and I will make a decision whether or not we pull the plug absolutely and completely. So if you've been enjoying 
enjoying these episodes and you have really gained a lot of insight, Tan and I encourage you to go back, go back to our first episode, go back to different ones with different individuals. And why I'm asking you this is because no one's been paid. It's been two days at least, if not more, a month that Tan and I have dedicated. And I'll be honest, I think it's nearly a week's worth of work in some instances. So that's some months, it's 40 hours of our time that we've done completely free for you, the listener. So the best thing you can do to honor our legacy is to go back and rehash those episodes, connect with the people that we've spoken to, connect with Tan and also myself on social media and join our Facebook community group, which we're going to keep going because we also respect and honor the wonderful work that Alison Laverty, Amanda Kendall and Trish Springsteen have done and brought to our groups and if you can download the episodes and rate review our work particularly if you've got something that you've been able to use and if you can join us on the Facebook group which you can find by blogger and support then you can keep in connection with us because we really want to keep the community feeling and the the generosity that all our listeners have alive and well and we would love to hear from you our listeners because we don't want this to be the end of our journey we want it to be a new beginning and that new beginning is to be able to connect and help and assist you although we can't have the time any further to do it for free because we've got to focus on our business we still honor respect every one of you and we're so humble that you have been one of at least a hundred listeners every single week and you're part of our family so hey speak up and introduce yourself to, to us because we would love to hear and know what your name is Thanks, Amanda. So just signing off for the very last time, I'm Tan from Row Your Cancer. I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're, we're from Aussie Bloggers, Bloggers Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say day, visit Tan and Amanda at AussieBloggersPodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.